Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. Welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with a mental illness. Before we get started, a note. We are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Welcome back, everybody. So today, Linky and I are going to be delving into kind of a lighter topic because I feel like the last couple of episodes we've had have been pretty heavy. But we're going to be delving into resilience and what that might look like for you because I think we were just discussing it before we started recording that, you know, my definition of resilience is a bit more abstract, but I think Linky's is probably the more succinct one. Do you want to tell us what that is, Links? Well, when I started off, I said, you know, it's bouncing back from Mm. adversity. Mm. And I think if we look at it from the state of withstanding difficulty with strength and courage, that's kind of a good starting point for me. Because I think a lot of the time we look at, um, especially in our space, we Mm. look at all the things that we've gotten wrong, maybe, and all of the times that we are still facing difficult situations. But a lot of the time, the fact that we have made it this far shows that we are resilient, shows that we are able to face difficulty, to face tough times and still come out on the other side um, and do what we need to do. Exactly. And I think it's so easy to forget that, especially when you are in the midst of the storm, you know, and it's like, you're always just like, I'm not going to get, this is it. I'm not going to, this is just what my life is. And it's like, no. Um, And I think it's also important to remember that, you know, resilience goes both ways. It's okay to sometimes say, like, I give up because sometimes it's, it's, I think, There isn't room in, you know, the spaces that we occupy in this particular society where you can just say, I give up. I I can't do this anymore. Because I think it takes a lot to say, and it takes a lot of resilience and courage and bravery, as you said in, you know, the beginning links that, to just say, I can't do this. I can't, and I'm not going to do it. So, um, you know, that sense I say it goes both ways. And there's also the side where it's like, no, I'm not going to give up because I can actually cope with this more than I actually think. And when, I think this is why I love, like hindsight is just such a gift in that way because like it's, it's 360, you can see the whole thing. And I, I think that's why we, we almost need to leave room for resilience in our everyday lives, which I know is not possible because there's a lot going on at once in most people's lives but i think it's just something to really be cognizant of and remember that you are able to say i give up and even there's no cowardice in that sometimes and i think to take your point about giving up we're not saying that you let go you know that you well that you give up like that you yeah. you just don't try anymore mm-hmm. it's more a an acknowledgement that something has come to an end. Yes. That if it no longer needs to be put into something that is over. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the time we again stay in the space where we feel like, Oh, I've got to keep going. I've got to be in the trenches. And, and this, this thing is going to, you know, I'm going to be a martyr. There Mm -hmm. is no need for that. Sometimes it's okay to close something. Sometimes it's okay to end something. Um, and, and for me, I mean, let's use 
a perfect example is relationships. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time we feel like we have to keep going in, in relationships that are toxic, that are abusive. And when we're able to say, no, it's enough. That for some people is in a sense saying, I give up, I give up the fight of this thing because that in itself is um, detrimental to my health, detrimental to me. And so those are states in which I think that, like you say, it's so important for us to be able to say, nope, we're not doing that anymore. This has got to come to an end. Exactly. And I think, you know, staying on the topic of relationships or the example of relationships, I think it's so valid to remind people that, you know, being able to be like, I'm done is a kind of resilience because it's terrifying to leave, you know, like a a 20 year marriage once you realize that, oh, this has never been for me, but I did it because of whatever, you know, sort of like misguided understanding that I had of how a relationship has to go. Or even in your work life, for example, you don't have to stay in a toxic work environment simply Mm. because you were told, Oh, no, it's that way. You know, you must just put like, no, you shouldn't do any of that. Just, you know, obviously, you know, there are those, especially within a work environment, how unstable the workforce is at the moment, you do have to, you know, have a good backup plan or a good, like, know that you are going into a new environment once you've left this, this job. But to say, I'm not going to take this, that's an act of resilience. And it, it, it doesn't, it shows up in so many different aspects that I don't think we actually realize. And also don't, don't let people make you feel bad about it. Like they're not you, they don't get it. And- I was going to say that, you know, you talk about those situations and I think, you know, in a work environment. And I think a lot of the time, this also goes to the definition of strength. Mm-hmm. And we think that enduring bad environments or, um, negative tough spaces is a a sign of strength and i i have to disagree with that Mm. i i just don't think that we need to put ourselves in spaces um and in situations that don't work for us that no longer serve us and then say oh i'm being strong to stay in this or and and i think i think it's important to distinguish between environments that are not good for us and Mm -hmm. spaces that no longer serve us and times when we have to put in more effort. So there is definitely a time and a place for not giving up. There's definitely a time and a place for us to push through, to have the courage, to have the strength, to have the, um, the motivation and determination to press through tough situations. And I think that's when we're able to resolve things better in relationships. That's when we're able to see our real strength. That's when we're able to come out on the other side side and see the fruits of our labor. And that's really where resilience comes in is when we get to take a step back and look and say, hey, look at what I overcame, not look at what I survived. Mm-hmm. Look at what I, what I was able to overcome in order to get to this point. And I think there we need to give kudos to everybody who does that and who's able to, to stand in that strength, to really stand and recognize how much they've gone through and where they are at that point. 
Exactly. And I think, you know, it's such a big part. And I want to add on to what you said, Links, is that sometimes, you know, when we're looking to really access and assert our resilience, there has to come a point where you are able to be like, I am the problem to a certain extent Mm. in this challenge. Like you have to be able to say, I know, sorry, I flopped. <laughs> like, and it's, it's difficult to do that, especially when, you know, you might be the difficult partner or you might be the difficult employee who's just not willing to compromise or budge, but to be able to say, yeah, no, sorry. And then, you know, almost like succinctly and compassionately explain that this is why I didn't want, to, didn't want to do this. But now I've come back to a place where I'm like, okay, I understand. I didn't understand previously, but I'm willing to, you know, change for the better for my environment and myself. And thus, you know, a whole lot of people around me too. I learned that when my default is complaining, Mm -hmm. I'm in the wrong space. And when my default is complaining, I need to look at myself and see how I've contributed to um, the situation how I can change and um, influence the situation for the positive. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not able to do any of those things and I've spoken to the parties involved, it is time for me to move on. It is time for me to close that chapter. And again, I want to stress, this isn't a, okay, every relationship that doesn't go my way must end. No, it is definitely just a call to say that we have to be doing the work. Yeah. We have to be doing the heart work, the, um, the soul work, the relationship work. Things are not just going to happen because we want them to. Mm-hmm. And like you said, sometimes you are the problem. And so when you are able to admit that, it's difficult to admit, but when you're able to say, hey, you know, I, I'm the one that's being negative. I'm the one that's not willing to move in this situation. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're able to to build better relationships, whether in, in all different spaces. I think with friendships, a lot of the time we throw friendships out. Yeah. And we don't need to. Mm-hmm. We need to learn conflict resolution. I've said this before, um, and I've said that if you're able to cancel someone, because we've got so much cancel culture, if you just block someone without saying to them, hey, this relationship is over, it means that you were in an unhealthy relationship. It means that you didn't know how to manage that in a way that was healthy, because conflict is healthy. And when we start to introspect, Mm -hmm. and we start to really look at things with maturity and a growth mindset, there's so much more resolution that comes from that and so much more positivity that comes from that than when we look at it in this lens of it's got to be just my way. Exactly. Because I mean, we need to remember that, you know, when it comes to resilience or whatever challenges we're going through, whether it be, you know, it might be your first day of therapy or, you know, you've just decided that, yes, you do want to break up with your partner that warrants a conversation. It is possible Mm. to have those conversations. And I don't, I'm obviously, you know, I'm biased here because I truly believe that every relationship, it's beginning and or end or a break of any sort can and warrants a conversation. And it's possible to resolve certain things without, you know, you know, being on your phone and going all Mavis Beacon on whoever it is you're talking to. Because that's not healthy. It's not healthy to want to be like, no, I don't have issues. I'm solving it. It's great. No, that's not, 
how life goes and it's not yeah. it's not how you become a fuller person because as humans we are all complex and you know multi-layered and it's also important to remember that even in your resilience and admitting that you may be and you that you may be the problem or even just you know taking that first step to be like yeah i'm sorry you can't take away that you are speaking and or interacting with another complex you know flawed layered human you're so right you're just so right about that you know we we're talking about resilience in all its its yeah. its um aspects and one aspect i want to touch on is like when we are trying to achieve a goal whatever yeah. that looks like whether that's completing your studies whether that's something new you've embarked on and i think that in the setting of our society we think things are going to come easy or we yeah. would like them to, to come, come easy. easily and that's not always true so i love to listen to um like motivational clips mm. in the morning that kind of just get me fired up because a lot of the time they are reminding me to remain determined. They're reminding me that I need to push through the pain because look, you can um, decide that you're going to exercise for five minutes and then you're not going to see results for the next 10 years, mm-hmm. or you can actually push through the discomfort of whatever it is you're going through to get the results that you want. And I think that's, again, just an example when you get to the other side to be like, oh my goodness, I was able to, um, I was able to push through. I was able to, to look at myself and look at what I wanted and focus on that end goal instead of focusing on the discomfort um, and, and the challenge that presents itself. I think it shows up in our lives and we show growth we show maturity um, when we really show up for ourselves in the way that we have promised ourselves to. Exactly. And I think, you know, just from my side, I would say that being able to, you know, recognize that, oh my, I actually did do that 30 minute workout, even though I was, you know, all sorts of like sticky and sweaty and all that sort of thing but it was good for me and I feel good doing it I'm going to keep doing it that determination adds on to your resilience for other challenges Mm -hmm. that will come your way and so exactly yeah and it's like so important to remember that you know we learn things in our struggles and in overcoming them like I was just about to say (laughs) (laughs) but it's true we really do and like, I think it's so easy to forget that it's like, oh, you know, I'm down in the day. It could t- and it takes a long time sometimes. It re- I don't want to, like, take that away from anyone. Because it really does take a while sometimes. Where it's just, it could be two weeks, two years, however long. But once you do get to the end, you've learned something so valuable, which is you can do it and you can get through this. Mm. And And, you know... I just have to reiterate that we learn from our challenges. Mm -hmm. We learn from those spaces. And when we embrace that, we're able to face them with, you know, I use the word positivity because I think that there is a way for us to uh, manage our space without being humdrum about it, without being so upset about it or so frustrated or complain or, because those, those again, don't make it easier. 
and they don't help the situation at all. It's okay to acknowledge that this is a tough time. This is something really difficult for me to go through. However, I am going to, um, I'm going to apply myself. I'm going to put effort towards it. And I'm not going to focus on how difficult it is. I'm going to focus on gratitude, for instance. Mm -hmm. And I think I talk about that a lot. And, and I think it's just approach. It's the way that we approach things and that perspective can really shift that two years, like you say, that two months, that three years, whatever it is, whatever length of time it is, we can learn from it and we can go through it as a process versus looking at it as this thing that is coming to, um, to just disrupt your life. Exactly. And I mean, in that resilience, I think, you know, sort of to, to close it out, it's important to also remember that simply getting to the next day can make all the difference. Oh, yeah. And, and so, you know, as, as much as like, I think we, we've covered resilience quite nicely in that, you know, we've shown the different aspects and that sort of thing. But ultimately, we're not saying like you cannot be a bit not even depressed, but that you can't feel the pain of whatever challenge it is you're going through, but also recognize that you'll be able to almost store that pain and remember that like whatever challenge comes up that, you know, I got through this before, I can definitely get through this again. Definitely. That's definitely a great point to end. Thank you so much for listening. We would love to get your feedback. Please let us know what you'd like to hear from us. Um, find us on Instagram, Facebook, and email us. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed on this podcast are our own. Our views and the views of any guests on our show cannot be construed as advice or should be used as medical recommendation. If you need help, please consult a licensed medical professional.